Are we live? Hello, everybody. It is Friday night. There is something just rolls off the tongue about saying it's Saturday night. You know, welcome. It's, it's Saturday night. Uh, the the uh, SNL people picked the right day, but it doesn't matter. It is Friday night and we're cooler. Uh, we're we, me, you, my guest. Um, this is the place to be this Friday night. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope more and more of you pour in. Please do share this, the the um, link, share in your profile if you're watching on LinkedIn or uh, or Twitter. Tweet us, retweet us, quote us, whatever the lingo is these days. And welcome, welcome to the Smart Self live stream. I am honored to have you here today. It has been a hustling kind of week for me. I hope y'all have been feeling in your elements, feeling good, delivering, just in that in that sweet spot. If you are in Toronto, in Ontario, I, I don't, I haven't caught up on all of the latest COVID updates in all places of the world. But if you are in Ontario, there was a press conference not long ago that introduced some very strict restrictions, and so you probably don't have anything else to do tonight. <laughs> so please join us. We would be happy and honored to have you. Also, call out, please comment, please ask us your questions, bring us your attention, your, your inquisition. Let us know what it is you want to know. I am literally here for you. I am so here for you. I'm here for you in a completely selfish way. I want to be clear about that because I get excited about seeing people have aha moments, see people grow, see people challenge, see people engage, like engaged. Um, I just love interacting with people. You guys give me energy. And so I'm literally at your disposal. Please send in your questions. Please send in, send in your comments uh, whenever possible. I don't, unfortunately, not every tech uh, cooperates with the system that I'm using, but most of your comments will pop up on screen. And then anytime possible, I will share them. I will put you in the hot seat and make sure everyone sees your question and your name and all of that. And it just makes me feel very, very special. So thank you. Smart Self Livestream tonight. It is, I always have to look at the date because I am terrible about details. You know, it is Friday, April 16th, sweet number. And I'm really excited to have you here today. For anybody who has dared to read my risque description of the show tonight, we're talking about self-limiting beliefs and leaving them behind. I'm not going to read the description. So if you want to hear what I thought was risque, you're going to have to read it out loud yourself. Okay. So check that out. I am super, super excited today to have a special guest with me from the West Coast. I am going to introduce my friend, Bridget Tritt. How are you, Bridget? Hey, hey. Hi, Juliana. How are you? Thank you so much for having me here today. Oh. So excited to be speaking on this topic and seeing you again. So yeah, it's going to be great. So yeah. excited. What a great way to spend, fr spend Friday. Wow. Yeah. Well, we all need a little bit of a uh, energy boost and it always feels good to fulfill your purpose. And I think you and I are both pretty hot and bothered about the topics that we're talking about today. Is that fair? Yeah, we love them. Yeah. We're definitely passionate about them for sure. For sure. Yeah. So 
let's introduce you to the audience. Um, these folks have heard me drone on and on, but they don't know you. So tell me, Bridget, what do you, what, let's start with, with simple. What is it that you do? So what I do is I actually work as a mindset uh, acceleration mentor. So really what I do is I help uh, people through coaching, consulting, and also transformational coaching. So uh, some hypnotherapy as well. And I basically help people accelerate um, and get them to their goals really, really fast. Mm -hmm. So my practice is really about empowering people, making them really resilient, giving them the tools and the resources so um, my clients can remain calm in situations even of chaos and they know what to do to um, tap into their personal empowerment and make whatever happen for themselves that they want. So it's it's really rewarding work. I like to call myself the good news person because all of my clients that are that you know eventually move on and and are completely um, in their own uh, self empowerment. They you know I'm I'm helping them on that happy trail and healing trail as well. So yeah, mm -hmm. really happy to be doing the work. It's extraordinarily rewarding and the transformations are awesome. For sure. It sounds like it. And the thing that is, uh, I'm going to kind of hook into for a second here mm -hmm. is the idea of acceleration. Mm -hmm. It sounds to me that we, some, somewhere deep inside at our core, we know who we are. And sometimes it can take us a while to get there. It doesn't sound like you are transforming someone into something they're not, right? but rather helping them find it faster. Is that a fair way of summing it up? Absolutely. Well, you know, the thing with acceleration, people are too busy nowadays. You know, people mm. want rapid change. They don't want to sit with a counselor for seven years, mm -hmm. you know, rehashing, you know, when they didn't get their bike when they were seven years old and how they mm. dislike their mommy and daddy. You know, people really want to start to see, um, you know, massive um, forward movement quickly. And so, you know, this process and this type of transformative coaching that I do is gets my clients there fast. So mm -hmm. not only that, you know, there are, they are then empowered with, you know, a flock of new beliefs, which basically provides a quantum leap to where they want to land. So that's, mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. You know, it's, it's really taking yourself and, and really stepping into your, your purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, great. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. What made, what made this your purpose? So let's, let's go into the why, how did you get here? Well, you know what? I am an ex-banker. Uh, yeah, I know. It's super of course, exciting. totally natural yeah, so, path. Yeah, really exciting yes. role. Um, however, I was a very happy banker for mm -hmm. a very long time. So really, I mean, you know, cliche would have it that I'm an ex-nine-to-fiver. Uh, I work for very, very good um, companies um, here in Canada and the United States. And really, um, I loved my job. It was, it was fun. It was rewarding. It was great helping people. However, after, you know, almost two decades of doing that, 
personally, I was just getting to a point where I had helped thousands and thousands of people, you know, get into their homes, refinance, and, you know, made, you know, probably hundreds of millions of dollars for, for the mm -hmm. organizations that I worked for. And it was just not exciting for me anymore. It, there wasn't kind of that reward or feeling anymore. And so, for me, I also started to discover as I was moving toward, let's just call it the end date, that, um, you know, I'm more of an out of box thinking person. Mm -hmm. and so for me, as my as I evolved as a person, I just felt the kind of restrictions in the banking environment. And I realized that, you know what, um, I actually wanted to explore something that was going to um, provide some passion and excitement that's, you know, a little bit more entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize when I when I had stepped out of banking that it was something entrepreneurial that I was looking for. So what I did is I actually started to travel because I love to travel. So I've been, you know, uh, I've been a lot all through Canada, US, Europe, Africa. I've, I've done a lot of traveling and, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it made me respect um, a lot of different cultures, races, religions, and, and has allowed for an enormous amount of, um, you know, tolerance and stuff like that, even before I began traveling. However, during my travels, what I realized just by casually sitting down and talking to me, to people, men and women, is that a lot of people were really stressed out. Yes. I mean, really, you know, tired. For sure. And so I'll just jump in quickly and ask, uh, did you find any pattern? Was that mostly in North America or in Europe or Africa? You know, was this universal? It was, it mm -hmm. was. And it was, it was the same across boards, meaning it was, it was men and it was women. So, mm -hmm. you know, the men were um, kind of stressed in a different way, whereas women, um, you know, everyone had this kind of, exhausted um, mm. stories about their their busy lives and yes. how they weren't celebrating anything that they had accomplished, you know, getting a promotion, oh, just brushed it off. And so what I started to realize after these, um, this time of traveling that, you know what, I had been doing coaching before. Mm -hmm. And after this, I realized, you know what, I actually can help these folks. Yes. I can actually help, you know, the men and the women that are really what they're really needing or looking for is either a program or direction on how they can provide themselves more uh, self-care, self-love, uh, more awareness, self-discovery, more sure. understanding. So it's interesting because sometimes even when you have, even when you're one of those folks that's blessed enough to have good self-awareness. Sometimes we need to look in a mirror, right, in order to see what we need to do. And it sounds to me like as you saw these folks who were able to talk about their busy lives and their extensive contribution, it, it paled in comparison to what they were capable of and their impact and what they were meant to be and do and all of that. And uh, was that a reflection for you? Well, yeah, it, it was definitely. I I think that what what was very interesting is that 
you know, a lot of people are spending a lot of their time pleasing other people. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. I'm guilty of that. Guilty. Yeah. I'm yeah. really guilty of that. And a and lot of men too. Sure. A lot of men do it too. And so that, that became to me what I saw as a reoccurring theme. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, you know, what I would really call on the brink of, um, really like on, on a uh, brink of a, um, more of like a uh, burnout. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's a good way of summing that up. So yeah. I, I want to ask, um, if there was a moment in your travels, a moment, a place, uh, an interaction, was there something that just solidified this all for you? Something that, that, um, painted that perfect picture of clarity? Well, Yes. It, yes and no. But what really happened is that when I was in Canada, same thing happened. And and these were, you know, people that I had met any anywhere from traveling on the bus, maybe at a training or whatever, a sales conference, um, where I actually started to talk about conversations that were not related to the bu busyness of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I actually tried to turn the conversations into other topics. However, they were constantly overrun by this, hmm. you know, predominant feeling of um, maybe helplessness, again, exhaustion, and, you know, constantly not being able to practice proper boundaries, mm -hmm. uh, practice self-love. And so what I ended up doing is I ended up writing a book. <laughs> I love that. So yeah. tell me about the book. Yeah. I can't read the title perfectly on screen, so call it out. Yeah, oh, so go. the book is called Self-Love Micro Steps. And mm -hmm. the reason that I wrote this book was because of all of the folks, the men and the women, over that, those couple of years that I talked to, that really I felt needed a little bit of help just to even check in with themselves, like sure. in, in just even self-awareness. Mm -hmm. And so really what the book talks about in essence, the subtitle is a simple, easy and fun way to fall in love with yourself, mm -hmm. is that that was the biggest uh, piece that was missing. Yes. So that was the gap that not the people, joy. Yeah, that people mm -hmm. weren't really taking that time for self-care and self-love. And really all we need to do is um, take a small micro step. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is something um, huge about that. I talk about that quite a bit, just the ability to set goals that give us give us the chance to celebrate something quickly. Right. And there you go. Thank you, Juliana. Yeah, yeah. You, you nailed it. But mm -hmm. you nailed it. And that's, that was what really precipitated writing the book. And, mm -hmm. you know, people aren't, I don't think people are really that familiar with micro steps. And sure. so um, that, that just really locked it in. And I actually felt that I actually became also a character in the book because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I had gone through um, a little bit of a surprise uh, separation mm -hmm. and I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I had to reevaluate my life with two young children and go, okay, hold on what am I going to do? Is this, is this kind of chaotic loop just going to continue? And that's when I really took control of my life and ended up putting the book together as well. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. And um, there are a couple of things that come to mind. Um, one, I have a friend who is just an incredible, an incredible person. I've asked her to be on the show, but she's actually working through some new theories and wants to uh, be ready for, for joining me sometime. But she once called me and said, can I would you be a guinea pig for me? And can I, can I coach you um, from a fitness perspective? And she knows we had lived together uh, while we were doing our graduate degree. Um, so she knows that I'm not the person who goes to the gym. I'm not the runner, mm -hmm. you know, and she, she's done Ironman. Like she is impressive. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, I, I remember actually when I, uh, when I gave birth to my now two and a half year old daughter mm -hmm. and she was, she was, um, eight months pregnant, she jogged from her house to the hospital to come meet the baby. Okay. So this woman says, can I, can I coach you? Can I be your fitness coach? And I'm like, well, you know what, if anyone can, <laughs> sure, let's try it. And I'll never forget. Honestly, it changed my life. Um, like our first few sessions were really her just asking me a lot of questions, but once she said, okay, let's start her, her first instruction to me was this week, I want you to spend one minute doing some sort of strength training every day. One minute. <laughs> I succeeded, right? <laughs> and I bet you felt great, right? I did feel great. And the really crazy thing is, well, once I was doing one minute, I would do five, you know? Wow. It was not a big deal. Um, and I found that when I told myself I'm gonna do 15 minutes, then I started to say, well, I don't really have time now. I'll find some time later. But I couldn't ever justify telling myself that I couldn't find five minutes. Right. And when I, when I told myself my goal was to do five minutes each day, I usually did 20 or 30. And so 20 to 30 minutes of strength training each day for a person who didn't do anything, right? That's and fantastic. it felt good and I lost 10 pounds and I kept it off for over a year um, and like without any fluctuations, it was just natural. And this is, uh, I want to try and I want to try and I'm, I've forgotten your words. So please work with me here as I bring this back. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about joy and like just celebrating. Um, and there are things that feel natural. And when something feels natural, it's more enjoyable. Yes. Um, and it's and it's easier to get that joy, celebrate that joy. Yes. So, so I'm curious about that aspect. Are we all just fighting our joy? Is that what's happening here? Well, not exactly. Okay, um, explain you know, it. This is it, this kind of is, is something that you know is a little bit more layered. So okay. I'll, I'll kind of start with the beginning first, and that's just the the obvious. You know, um, we are just when we're born and when you know we're growing up and in, in the years, and we have our mom and dad and. Mm -hmm. you know, school and all that, that's, that's really programming. So whatever goes into our mind, you know, we just take it in. And so, you know, we also go through, you know, some ups and downs, even as children and teenagers and whatever. And we create these thoughts and beliefs of, about certain scenarios. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. The the other part um, that is going on right now, and again, this is this is happening both to men and women. However, women I think are are suffering in silent 
a bit more mm -hmm. and men are finding different ways to release the stress but it is actually happening um to both both sexes one of them is uh people pleasing yes you know it runs rampant mm -hmm. and so this idea where we are sacrificing ourselves on many different levels and that could be psychological emotional physical financial you know with people it, you know it really takes a strain on folks and mm -hmm. what that what does that look like well it looks like isolation again suffering in silence it also yes. looks like resentment mm -hmm. you know all of a sudden you know that person that keeps taking and taking and taking um you know you start to resent them and also it's um it's exhaustion and so mm -hmm. really um that's that's one thing the other thing is um the idea of perfection yes having that perfect body for a guy you know having mm -hmm. that perfect being a perfect mom yes to be a perfect mom right and then as a parent you know I, I i talk about what the super mommy and the super daddy where you know they're just giving overcompensating for the child and then they're not even looking at their own needs maybe yes. that's not even on the table right yeah, for sure. And I think it's um, it's easy to understand or see these scenarios sometimes in a um, in a traditional adult, you know, I'm a parent, I have people I need to please. Um, but, you know, as a, as a married woman with two children, something that's a bit foreign to me, well, quite foreign to me these days is dating. And I have a friend who told my husband and I a story about his experience recently on a dating app, I don't remember which one. Mm -hmm. And essentially this woman messaged him and said, I've got 10 of you, um, pitch me your date. <laughs> and whoever comes up with the best date gets to take me out. <laughs> and like, talk about pressure. Like you can't, in that scenario, this is somebody who can't even get companionship unless he, I don't know, is the most creative or spends the most or, or right. who knows what. And right. and I, I think she was trying to be playful. I don't think she was trying to be hurtful at no. all. I think uh, she was being a, a bit too businesslike. I think that she's yeah. lost the essence of dating, which is a very uh, organic exchange. Connection. And even if you know yourself, it's, it's yes. supposed to be natural. It's not supposed to be like a, a business plan. Yes. Yeah. You shouldn't be racking your brain to see if your proposal is going to beat the competitors. That's fair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's we, totally we, fair. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting because I think there are so many ways that that people pleasing piece comes into play. Um, so I'm curious if you can give us an example of somebody that you've worked with who has shifted from the pleasing of others um, focused on alignment with self and, you know, does it really pay off or is it just like, you know, the, the broke artist, uh, who, who's got some joy of his constantly saying, well, I w wish I had that nine to five paycheck, you know, <laughs> how does that play out? Well, I think the the other thing that I was just going to add really super quickly, mm -hmm. Juliana, is that the other, the other thing is that's also really, um, challenging uh most people is that they are looking for validation outside of themselves 
Yes. And so, you know, mm -hmm. people are desperate. They're so desperate. You know, did I do a good job? You yes. know, I'm a good daddy. I'm a good mommy. Mm -hmm. When, when really we need to be doing, this is all an inside job. Yes. And uh, so, so really what, what I'd like to do is, um, yes, I have had clients obviously that have gone through that self-awareness. They have, found, you know, what, what it was that was self-sabotaging them, holding them back, and then released it. I typically give my clients a customized recording. They listen to that for 21 days. It's powerful new beliefs. It totally changes their mind. Um, the mind loves repetition. And so they, they completely move into their alignment and they um, experience a completely different life. Energetically, um, they're completely different the way they manage themselves, you know, their, their interactions with people, their relationships change. It's all super positive. Um, what, what I really want to touch on is just some, some kind of tips on yes, what please. we can do today. Mm -hmm. Like even just right now, if someone's yeah. listening and going, Oh my God, that's me. What do I, you know, don't go away. What, what can I do? Number one, you know, what you need to do is you need to give yourself permission to take time for yourself and self self care. Mm -hmm. You know, this book that I wrote, self love yes. micro steps, self love. You know, yes. most people hear that and they're like, oh, 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 that's not for me. Yeah. But in their heart, they're, they're, they're kind of just, they're like, give that to me. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, familiarizing ourselves and really giving ourselves that kind of self-compassion mm -hmm. and, and that mm -hmm. gratitude and forgiveness to actually take a moment, be gentle with yourself. Sure. You know, stop the criticism yes. you know most people are are trying to be perfect but what what they're really doing is that they're they're um they're kind of um beating themselves up internally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so it's very interesting and i'm going to get personal for a second here mm. you know both of my grandmothers grew up in a very poor region in italy um mm -hmm. both were illiterate one of my grandmothers uh, and her sister tried to go to school yes the um when they came home, their their brothers had found out where they were that day and they mm -hmm. got the crap beat out of them for going. And my mm -hmm. grandmother, her sister went back because she was an exceptionally hard-headed woman. Mm -hmm. um, my grandmother didn't. And I feel this personal responsibility mm -hmm. um, to make the most out of every resource and every moment I have. And so instead of instead of saying to myself, okay, I'm going to take time for self-care, mm -hmm. I spend my life thinking, okay, well, how can I shave 30 seconds off of my morning routine mm -hmm. so that I can be thinking about a blog post or spending more time with a client? Mm -hmm. But then the self-care gets sabotaged. Is, is there anything that you might say to me or anyone like me? Absolutely. Um, well, you know what? Uh, I think that that's great. And I think that we'll just use that example, like, you know, mm -hmm. shaving off, um, you know, 30 minutes or, you know, mm -hmm. what, you know, whatever to, to do, be, be, be very focused and productive, mm -hmm. you know, a, a, another way of looking at it or reframing that is, you know, would you be open to maybe having someone else do that? 
Huh. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the rules. Right. <laughs> playing, right? Yeah. Right? The rules, the script, sure. Yeah. So mm -hmm. so what I what I'm um just proposing, you know, mm -hmm. would you be open to having somebody else um do that for you? Would you mm -hmm. are you open to delegate? Yeah. I I I think so. Um and I think that I'm uh, precious about, you know, before I delegate, making sure that I know that it's going to be done okay. Um, and I, I've learned a long time ago that I'm a perfectionist. And um, I heard a rule at, at some point in my life that perfectionists should stop at 70% when they think something's 70% there. And so that's what I challenge myself to do. Um, and there are some things I won't sacrifice. You know, if it's a brand yes. new brand that's going to be going public, I want to make sure it's pixel perfect. Yes. Uh, but but a lot of things, no one notices that other 30% but me. That's you know? right. Well, Literally. I, yeah, mm -hmm. and, and that's great. So doing those little internal challenges are, mm -hmm. are fantastic. So, you know, uh, maybe just using that report as one is, is maybe you can do a fusion. You could actually combine it. You could, in fact, um, hand it to someone, you know, that and it, where it's fairly inexpensive, you can actually have a contractor or something work mm -hmm. with you over the next three or six months, really lock the blog in and your writing style or whatever, and maybe spend some time on tweaking it or getting it to where you want to go. Mm -hmm. However, when you look at that entire frame from beginning to end, you may have actually saved yourself 20 minutes. However, it will be prepared ultimately the way you want it. So yes. you don't need to compromise your standards. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. So just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is organic, right? Yeah. So, you know, just considering different, providing yourself different insights. And, and what I want to mention really, and I think this is a great transition is that, you know, considering a coach, Mm -hmm. considering a mentor, considering even a body system. And, mm -hmm. and when I say coach or mentor, I don't necessarily say, you know, um, you know, take, you know, go drill a hole into your savings and, you know, get that sure. mentor. You know, yeah. what I'm talking about, you can even pick a mentor online. You know, I've had a lot of mentors, you know, I had Grant Cardone as a mentor for a bit, you know, um, I've had, you know, whoever. So, so those kinds of options to give yourself to open up the perspective, allow yourself um, some, a, a different angle, right? Give yourself yes. a different angle, allowing yourself to do that. The, mm -hmm. the biggest, the biggest thing most people are, are struggling with internally right now are, you know, this is my goal. I want to get it. I want to do that. And then when they look at themselves on, you know, getting to that goal internally, now this is a private self-talk. So maybe family wouldn't even know this or your friend or whatever, maybe a really good friend who you can just call and say, Hey, you know, this is who I am. And they're like, yes, yes, yes. I love you. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. um, we need to have those people in our lives too. Um, okay. You know, that where you would just say, well, in your mind, you actually don't, you feel that you don't deserve it. Now I'm not making an innuendo, Juliana. I'm saying that generally that's the gap that most people live in where they're mm -hmm. like, that's my goal. I'm going to go there. But 
in fact, privately, they're, when they review their own self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Self-esteem is how we think of ourselves and how we see ourselves. Yes. So you can be confident, you know, doing all kinds of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. anybody. Great at my job, but when I get home, I, I feel I'm unworthy. Yeah, for sure. So, so these are the areas that we want to really examine so we become more gentle with ourselves and um, have more joy and passion and adventure and fun in our lives because it's hard to do those things when we're always um, beating ourselves up to get to the next goal. That's totally fair. And so in terms of that self-acceptance, there's self-care. Is there, and it's possible you've already touched on these things, but I just want to capture them in little uh, little uh, sound bites if possible. Are there other specific goals you would add to that in terms of, or not goals, but tips that you would add? Yeah. So um, it's really um, the areas um, that I talk about in my book uh, is really, you know, we begin at self-awareness right? Mm -hmm. And then move into self discovery, Mm -hmm. and self understanding, right? And then self love, and then ultimately, we move into self mastery. Um, I just want to jump back here and kind of give two more really super quick tips to the audience uh, that are listening and, and really kind of combating these areas of, you know, looking for validation um, in someone else that mm-hmm. that might not give that to you, that kind of makes you feel, you know, um, you don't feel good about yourself, is really becoming your own best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, interesting. When we just think mm-hmm. about how we are, you know, think about Juliana, you know, you, you're a great um, mom, you're a good wife, and mm-hmm. I know you're a really good friend, mm-hmm. I'm sure to more than one person. <laughs> and so, you know, when we ask ourselves, when I ask myself, do I treat myself the same way I treat my bestie? Yeah. Do I treat myself the same way that I treat my children? Mm-hmm. Like, do I do I love myself unconditionally when I'm when I'm feeling you know a certain way? Can I accept myself? Can I move into self compassion? Yes. So that would be another thing to really begin mm-hmm. to explore. Yes. On your healing journey, and I, the last little tip that I had here was uh, also really beginning to. Um, understand that perfectionism, it never ends. It's a really big job and it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of work Mm -hmm. and it never ends. So even if you just take an example of cleaning your kitchen, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Even if it's perfect, like the cleaning lady came. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you something in five minutes when the two kids come in or my children, I have two children myself, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a disaster. What's the point? We have to accept and understand we as human beings, we're imperfect people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're, we're having imperfect relationships. Yeah. And, and people, in fact, it's a secret, but not really. Um, yes. People don't like perfection. They don't like it. People, people <laughs> don't want to be around perfect people. Yes. They yes. want to be around relatable people. Yes. People want to have a deep, 
connection with someone. Mm -hmm. They want to hear about their vulnerabilities. Even if you want to share a micro vulnerability, try that. You know, yeah. you don't have to make a relationship. You know, you meet someone and you dump like a therapy session. <laughs> but, but yeah. you know, people, we need to understand that, you know, everybody's flawed. We're all doing the best that we can and that it's okay. Just relax and and mm -hmm. we're kind of all in it together. So I just kind of wanted to to wrap it up there because I think mm -hmm. that those are can be good takeaways in a world that's, you know, um, sure. making our busyness our worthiness. Oh, that's very, very powerful. We have a question here from Gabrielle. Thank you for the question. So what is a simple activity I can do daily to initiate my self-love journey? It's a great question. That's an excellent question. Mm -hmm. So I would start by uh, taking a review. I'm going to, I'm going to actually take it right back to your self-awareness. I'd like to ask you, you know, what are your passions? What comes easy for you? Mm -hmm. What lights you up? You know, what is it that just puts that fire in your belly that you go, oh, yeah, I love that? Yes. Or, or, or maybe do a recall. You know, what did you really enjoy in your life as a young child or through your teens? Or simply take a look at your house. You know, you might have that guitar that's sitting in that corner or, or, or something, something that's your genius, um, yes. where you actually feel that you can lose time in it mm -hmm. and, and, and do that every day. And so, you know, that, that's something that you can do. So, you know, go into a place and this is individual. And I do talk about this in the book. So there is no specific, um, idea because we're all different yeah that's totally fair but what i'm hearing you say that i think is quite powerful is it's it's so simple it's almost easy to miss do what you love right and if that's sing in the shower totally take more showers you know uh, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. and and i would do more of what you love Mm -hmm. In particular now, I think that we're in an environment where a lot of people are feeling very, very restricted and, you know, have all kinds of um, views on what's actually happening when actually you can make, um, you know, joy happen at home. You can yes. you can go for a walk in the park, you know, mm -hmm. begin to practice some gratitude. That also shifts our emotion, right? For sure. So, to address this, this is really what I would consider a self-love micro step. Start by doing something that um, lasts, like you said, I'm gonna tie it right back to you, Juliana, mm -hmm. one minute. I like it. Something that lasts a minute that you, that brings you some joy, little tiny bit of joy. Thank you, Gabrielle, for the for the question. Um, and I had, I had a little, uh, thing that, ah, there was one thing that you said earlier that I wrote down and, but you, but you kind of mentioned something now that I want to, I want to, um, and maybe, maybe this is, uh, maybe even this is just one of those things that we all need to walk away with and think of a little bit. We're all as human beings prone mm -hmm. to look for someone to blame. The fact mm -hmm. is if it's, if it's someone else's fault, then mm -hmm. it's not mine. It's not mm -hmm. my fault. And mm -hmm. and when it's my fault, there's a great discomfort with that and this uh, self-sabotaging fear that I'll never be able to solve it. 
but you you said earlier this is all an inside job mm -hmm. and I just found that to be very powerful because mm -hmm. even if someone is giving you a hard time or standing in your way, mm -hmm. in, you know, in what ways, mm -hmm. in what ways are we allowing it or can we change it? How, you know, how can we completely rewrite the narrative? Oh, absolutely. Well, um, I think the, the way to rewrite the narrative is to, again, begin with your own self-awareness. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, a really big um, mystery for most people, um, most people are pining. They're pining at home. They're just thinking to themselves, I want to uncover my triggers. What are my yes. triggers? And I mm -hmm. want to heal my triggers so that emotionally I can kind of understand, you know, why is it I react or why do I do this? Or why is it when I get stressed out, the first thing I do is online shopping. Yes. Oh my God, I had a stressed out day. I've got to order a large pizza. You know, yes. I, I, oh my God, I, you know, the kids stress me out. I'm going to eat a half a, a carton of ice cream because that's comforting. So, so really, I, I think that the, the place to start is to start with your own self-awareness. And these exercises can be done on a very simplistic fashion. Mm -hmm. However, you need to take time for them. Yes. You know, when was That's the true. last time, you know, we can ask ourselves, when was the last time I took account of my emotional states? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just going to journal. I'm going to journaling is a, a, a great release. But here's here's a, a, a pro tip. If you journal, you are going to actually start to see patterns of what's happening for you emotionally in your environment and everything, because your journal will have it all all in there. Yes. So. So, so really, I think what I want to say here is that, yes, you're never stuck. Yes, you have options. Yes, you can heal yourself. And yes, you can actually begin practicing what I would, what I would actually just say are practicing boundaries. Mm -hmm. And just simply, you know, a boundary may just look like, you know, with that toxic friend that's always on you, wanting to dump their stuff on you or whatever, just say, you know what, it might sound like, you know what, I hear you. I hear you. I, I just can't have this conversation today. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, because I think, um, you know, my son, who's very into science, he he talked about, he mentioned, and I'm going to totally botch the language here, but he said anything that has mass, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, has an orbit or like anything uh, can orbit something that has mass. I can't remember exactly what it was. And mm -hmm. it just occurred to me that it is a scientific reality that as a thing that has mass, I pick up things and they circle me you know, all day long. And mm -hmm. I don't want some of these things. But yeah, this is the thing. It's that self-awareness, not even realizing yeah. that they're there, not realizing you have the choice to get rid of them. Yes. Um, and, and living with them, you know, with that unhealthy tune playing in the background uh, or that, you know, like, what's that smell? I can't get rid of the smell kind yeah. of effect, right? Like, I don't know. It's just Perfect. been a bad day. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it, I just uh, I think it's it's incredibly interesting to me how small things can have a huge impact. Um, mm -hmm. 
And uh, I'll, I'll share another quick story. Uh, years ago, working with um, probably the therapist who uh, made the greatest impact on my life. And I'm a huge advocate for therapy. I'm not huge. I'm not uh, great at going to the physical gym, <laughs> but the mind gym. That's that's my place. <laughs> Me too, friend. Yes. Me too. We're becoming besties here. We yeah. really are. Me too. Um, and you know, one of the, one of the things that I really struggled with is I would overeat when I was around people, and the the, more, the better time I was having, the more I would eat, and I wouldn't want to put away the food. I would keep bringing out new plates and. And I, I, we talked about this a number of times. And one time when she asked me the question, what does this remind you of? You know, it, it just reminded me, I suddenly remembered as a child, my grandparents would celebrate every time I cleared my plate. And so if it was just a small group of us, everybody would stop and clap. Oh, Juliana ate five meatballs and a plate of pasta. Or if it was 40 people at the birthday party, Juliana ate two paninos everybody you know and i thought this is how i make people happy i i bring out food i consume food and we celebrate it and i thought the good times end if we if the food ends and uh i see and it, it's just see so funny correlation. right yeah. it was just so funny because then as a grown-up i couldn't keep behaving that way like i couldn't be like oh well this dish is done I'm going to go get another one because if it's done, then the joy ends, you know, I'm going to go get another one. I couldn't continue playing that game as a grown woman, knowing where it came from. Yeah. Um, so I, these I, micro lessons, these micro awareness pieces really help. I, I totally agree. And you know what? I'm right with you. I could do a ring around the rosy with you. Yeah. Um, same thing. Uh, you know, my, my mother is European. Uh, mm -hmm. Same thing in my home. Yes. You know, I remember my grandmother telling me, of course, European, she lived with us in my childhood. Yes. Um, she used to say, you know what, Bridget, you're such a good girl. You finished everything on your plate. Yes. Powerful words. Oh, wow. Well, if that's all it takes, um, yeah, I give me everything, whatever, yes. just put it on the plate. I'll eat it. Yeah. The, the thing to really take away as we um, mature and become adults and we go into this type of self-discovery about, you know, what's behind the behavior sure. is to really understand that um, we can change course at any given moment. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's normal and it's natural for us to change our mind and evolve. It's okay to evolve. And in fact, I would take it one step further and say, you know, the best relationships and the long-term relationships that are really working, it could be marriages, it could be just two buddies, it could be friends, you know, coworkers, whatever, are the relationships that allow growth. Mm -hmm. So what worked for me yesterday, you know, eating my pepperoni pizza or whatever, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not working today. Totally. And, and allowing yourself to say, yeah, you know what? This feels better. Like you had said, and I, I love that, is really bringing yourself into your um, true self-alignment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, I don't need to feel like a stuffed turkey to feel aligned, for goodness sakes. It feels good to have a salad and totally. stuff. <laughs> totally. And that, you know what, the people that love you, you just being there, that's, that's worthy enough. Yes. And they love us just when we arrive. 
Food yeah. or no food. Yes. That's, well, that's it, the thing, right? Totally. And I and I now know um, that there was so much psychology tied into the desire to have me eat as much as possible. You know, growing up um, during two world wars, uh, during the Great Depression, yes, um, this was a time of, you know, eat when you can. And, totally. and if you saw somebody with weight on them, that was a healthy person. That totally. was a rich person. I was just going to say, you know, that was linked to wealth. Yeah. You know, so, so that's, that, that is actually a status in fact yes. that, oh, you know, and, and, you know, most cultures do, um, you know, celebrate with food. Yes. You know, food can be quite passionate, you know, um, mm. it's quite sexy too, you know, with yeah. couples and, you know, yeah. friends and the drinking. And mm -hmm. so, so, you know, there, we, we do wrap that kind of enthusiasm and joy too yes. around that. And I, I'm, I'm pro adventure and pro fun and all that. What we're talking about is when we start to notice unhealthy habits that we're not going to be able to really exercise in the long term. For sure. Okay, so um, just as I, I try and wrap my head around a lot of the really great things that we talk about, that we've talked about tonight, um, I think I want to end on one specific topic. And you just said the key word for me, adventure. Mm -hmm. How do we make life the amazing, beautiful adventure mm -hmm. as opposed to the military boot camp uh, mm -hmm. that, that you're squeezed through <laughs> almost, mm -hmm. you know, painfully? Um, mm -hmm. Because we want, we want to accumulate the credentials and the, and mm -hmm. the self-worth. Um, mm -hmm. And I think we think the hard way is the only way to get there. So, you know, how do, what's that relationship? How do we how do we have that adventure and still accumulate um, mm -hmm. all of those precious things that make us into our best selves? Yeah. Well, I think again, you know, I, I think I read an article last week, and and it's, this is kind of really bridging the the question. I read an article on Bill Gates, and Bill Gates, I think for the I'm not sure, don't quote me on the actual years, but at least for the last 18 years, takes I I believe one or two think weeks. That's where he basically disconnects from his family, his wife, his children, his business, and he goes away for a week. And mm -hmm. during that time away where I guess he's just, you know, doing what he wants, waking up when he wants, he has a, a stack of books that he reads, eats, sleeps in, whatever you do, Mr. Gates. The point there is, is allowing the space to reflect. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. so, you, you know, grinding is great um, and, and it, you can get definitely be focused and get to your goals. But you know what? What cost? And so yes. you can do that in your 20s and your 30s. By the time you're 40 and you maybe your mid 40s or even 50, if you haven't addressed some of these reoccurring themes in your life reoccurring themes. And again, that's very personal and it's private to most people. Um, if you don't start exploring those and dissolving some of those limiting beliefs, like I have to grind to get X, Y, and Z because that's the only way I can be happy. Yes. 
well, who said that? Mm -hmm. right? And why did you decide to believe it? When did you decide to believe it? Totally. And mm -hmm. so what, what we want to avoid, but sometimes is the inevitable. Um, and it happened to me, um, is we want to try and through again, coaches, mentors, therapists or hypnotherapists, whatever your chosen, um, you know, vehicle would be, is we want to accelerate the knowledge and not necessarily go through the kind of painful um, spots that we're going to be grinding through. So mm -hmm. to get more clear on that is um, we don't want to wait until something kind of tragic trips the wire where we're like, um, you know, we have an illness, you know, or things become weak and deteriorated, not just in our body, but in our relationships at work. Um, you know, a lot of children nowadays, there's, there's a gap, there's a gap yeah. with their mom and dad, because mm -hmm. mom and dad are busy. Right. Yeah. And so children, although we talk about children being on phones and stuff, they're also being on phones because they can't connect to their family, to their parents. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad are checked out. It's an inside job. It's an inside <laughs> job. And so so really, I think that as a person explores these deeper depths of themselves mm -hmm. and the layers that have made us who we are, those are the places that we're going to get the answers. And again, I, I wanna just go back and, and really end on a super high and a super positive place. Don't forget, it's in your hands. It's yes. an inside job. If you yes. want adventure, choose adventure. Yes, I love ready. it. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we're, we're, we're having an adult conversation, you know, we're, we're at age of majority, you know, if we want adventure, you know, whatever that means to us, we can create it right now. I can yes. create adventure right now. What mm -hmm. does adventure mean? I don't know. I'll take out two minutes, write it down on a piece of paper. If I allow my creativity and my imagination to run over me let it run over me like a tsunami you know when was the last time that a person allowed there that that's the problem when we're grinding we're not being creative we're not allowing for reflection and the open pockets that create imagination and creativity that's why when we look at children they're like yay you know look at what i did i drew this picture and they're like ah yes you know it's, we start to oh, lose that yeah we want like it to have that joy it's like coming mm -hmm. home to a puppy is it's just we we oh, want these things in our lives because we want to feel these things and we and, can and we're feeling people and yeah. we should mm -hmm. and so the more that we enjoy those adventures the more we enjoy the fun the more that we have an open heart the more yeah. that we have expansion you know the higher vibe we will be and and really attracting those right people that are like minded because we're tribal people. We yes. want to be around people that love us. We want to be around people that accept us. You know, we want to laugh, 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 laugh. Yes. You know, that's why the people that are living in the blue zones, you know, they, they have these expanded chronological um, 
life frames because they're around that community is a really big thing for us. I'm, I'm in it, you know, I'm a part of COVID. I totally get sure. it. But we can create all kinds of things, stuff like this, you know, Juliana, this is incredible. This is an adventure. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we can do that with our family. We can do that but really giving ourselves permission to do those things. And the last thing I want to add is really, really, really get clear on what you want because you mm -hmm. will get it. But is that really what you want? Yes. Mm -hmm. And and especially when it takes us a long time to get there, to put in all that time and effort and energy to get something that you don't really want. You just didn't stop and think about it vet it <laughs> um, and be sure that's just a shame and completely avoidable joy is completely within our control we just need to push and pull the right levers which is amazing mm -hmm. well we mm -hmm. can create it in a minute or two we yeah. can create forgiveness in a minute we can create gratitude yes you know that's that's shifting your 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 um blood pressure it's, mm -hmm. it's actually changing the circulation in your brain. You know, stress is very, very damaging on the brain. Yeah. So, you know, flipping in it to joy and adventure, that's the root. And it's just so interesting because we, we sometimes are so bad at naming an emotion. But mm -hmm. our bodies, it's not just mm -hmm. this thing that this like fluffy thing that kind of just floats out there emotions our body knows exactly how to feel emotions exactly. right and exactly. um yeah so you might exactly. not be able to fully name your stress and how it's unfolding and why and but if you don't your body will process it and yes. that is not better <laughs> it's not it's not and that's really where a lot of time stuff now people are really looking at that and and believing that you know repressing your feelings you know having resentment you know being unresolved i mean some people actually link that to cancer yeah you know? for sure so you know it's it's um it's really difficult so the best thing to do is create that happy place for yourself even if it's for five minutes a day yeah and it do sure. you good and this is a marathon we're not in a sprint yes and i think um for me that's what these these shows are about um it is yeah. an adventure for me you know it's it's funny because i need i needed an excuse to make new friends again. And so I created my own excuse. I created this show. Yes, and you've you've made a, a quantum leap and a very courageous move. And you know what, you should be proud of yourself for um, doing that. So you know what, you're not only creating fun and informative information that's being shared and broadcasted out, you know, you're touching other people's lives and we don't always know how we're touching other people. So you know what, you're onto a great thing and I wish you well. And I'm so happy to have shared this um, last hour with you. Thank mm -hmm. you to my new friend. And yeah, it was just an absolute blast. I'm blissed out. Awesome. I love it. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in today. It is always such an honor. I say this every time and I know it's not the most poetic thing, but you, you give me your eyeballs and your eardrums and these are the most incredible gifts you could give me. So thank you so much for showing up tonight. And I hope you got the value, insight, whatever it is you needed, whether it was maybe even just a distraction. Thank you 
Thank you for hanging out with me and my friend Bridget Tritt. <laughs> All right, um, Bridget, you and I will do this again. And Love to. Awesome. Okay, great. I, perfect. I got you on camera now, so you're. <laughs> you're I'm committed. totally in. I'll I'll be here. Just you know what? You reach out, and it's a done deal. My pleasure. So, I've just had an absolute blast. Thanks for making it happen. My truly, my pleasure. And to all of you who made it happen, we couldn't do this without you. So thank you so so much. Have a wonderful Friday evening. Go find some adventure. Find some joy. And. You know, maybe maybe think of one of our smiles while you're while you're having a smile of your own. Happy Friday, everyone. Go be your smirk self. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.